Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. It's a head-to-head grand final weekend for everybody that set their leagues up properly. So I had a, a couple of comments that uh, Ryan on the, on socials today that people have already won their head-to-head grand finals and I say to you, uh, you should smack your commissioner for doing it in the wrong week. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure they're they're pretty happy. Uh, they're probably out of trades with a million red dots now, so they're probably glad that they had a, <laughs> an extra week or one oh. less week, I should say. Yeah, it was a tactical just to scrape Adam Dewey in for the head-to-head finals. So, <laughs> uh, mate, another big week this week. We're uh, we'll churn through some some gear, but mate, before we start it, I just hmm. uh, I want to talk to you about something. Oh yeah, mate. Uh, there's a bloke here. Um, we've just gotten a tip off that there's a bloke called Alex Blackie. Uh, mm. He's uh, evidently he's going to lose his head to head this week and should delete yeah. the app. Yeah, I have heard that that he should be deleting the app. That he's basically no chance. Yeah, mate. So Alex, you know if you're uh, if you're listening to this, which we assured that you are, uh, you should just just give up and and delete the app, mate. So <laughs> want to stitch up. <laughs> Anyway, um, whoever Alex's head-to-head opponent is, I'm not sure, but uh, mate, we'll we'll try to give him some tips to to guide him to victory over Alex this weekend. So, Ryan, we might kick off with the Knights game here. Yes. Uh, Knights seem their forward pack seems to be dwindling a little bit, uh, but um, mm. mate, I actually uh, in one of my draft leagues picked up Jacob Saifidi last week uh, for mid-cover because I had Matt Lodge and Aiden Tolman and then Peachy off the bench and I sort of – and then bloody Dave Fafita as well. And you know, so I had to sort of pick up some cover and he actually turned out a really nice score. So I guess uh lucky try against the Bulldogs helps. Uh, no tackle bust though, so it must have just been a um, – just a low fantasy points one. But, mate, for uh, for fantasy here, we've probably got a, a pretty good matchup with lots of relevant players here. Pong – mate, Pong – not really doing too much, is he? You reckon maybe it's this uh, injury, lingering injury or what? To be honest, I think it's just the Knights in general. They just haven't looked very convincing um, mm. over the past month. They, yeah, they, they just really don't seem to be clicking an attack right now. Like they laboured to that win against the Bulldogs. Like, they then scrape by by about six points in the end. And mm. yeah, I, I don't know. They just they just don't um, for the for the attacking weapons they've got in that back line. It's just really not clicking right now. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny as I've got Ponga in my classic team, which is we won't talk about that. But my, my draft team as well. I'm I'm in a head-to-head draft grand final against somebody on Twitter uh, who was accusing me today of cheating because I have Tedesco, Ponga, and Turbo all in my draft team. Um, <laughs> but I, but I've also managed to secure Rapana, Ewan Aitken, Herbie, and Peachy. So. I've got the flexibility to pop Rapiner in the wing fullback spot, play Herbie or or Peachy, and and actually drop Ponger out. And I'm seriously considering doing it. Yeah, I, I couldn't blame you. Uh, you you know, with your classic side, you should have taken your advice from weeks ago when you pointed out that Ponger, mm. you know, his average is a lot less when he's not goal kicking, which is you know not surprising. But I'm honestly surprised to see him doing so poorly. You know, I really thought that these. Um, you know these new rules would yeah would sort of suit his style of play like it has um, a lot of the other fullbacks and yeah he's been he's been real disappointing but um, I mean he might be he might be one for next year because I mean he's trending mm. uh, to be quite cheap but um, yeah I'd definitely like to see something from the Knights first. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, he's averaging 50, um, but his price is in the high 500s. So hopefully I'm kind of just tempted to hope he has a couple of bad more weeks. Um, We'll have a Ponga Pappenhausen backline to start next year, which will be fun. Yeah, sounds great. Mm. Uh, Mate, outside of that, obviously, there's a couple of other fantasy-relevant guys here, anyone with Watto uh, and and Frizzell's back as well uh, this week. So he's another one I got in my draft team as well, so I'll welcome him back so I can put David Fafita on the bench. (laughs) Just like uh, Holbrook has. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, call me Mark Holbrook. That's my my name now. And I've I've got Tyrone Peachy in my starting uh, forwards instead of him as well, so... I uh I can't believe I I managed to get David Fafida and then in the grand final I'm going to be playing Tyrone Peachy, Josh Maguire, and Jacob Saifidi in my starters and not David Fafida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just shows uh, where 2021 has ended up, hasn't it? Ugh. Yeah, that's depressing. So, mate, I guess uh, while we're on that topic, uh, over to the Titans team, uh, Campbell. Mate, he's just an absolute jet. I kind of feel bad for him that he's stuck behind Brimson. I wonder if there's a possibility that we might end up with Brimson at six and Campbell in the one next year. Yeah, well, that is does seem to be the mail um, going around that Campbell is going to be the one next year and it's going to be Brimson with either Fogarty or Sexton um, you know, for next year. And I'm sure we'll get there in the preseason, but if that does seem to be the case, I almost think you've got to pick the uh, whoever's wearing the seven for the Titans and you saw it next year. But um yeah, he, I mean, he's, and he's been playing quite well too. He, he really looks like he's adding something. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, just something a little bit different, a little bit of speed, and he's kind of got a little bit of mongrel too as well, which is, you know, like it's it's kind of mm. – it plays with a lot of heart and a lot of effort, uh, which is you need those couple of guys in your team. But I guess from a fantasy perspective, everyone's pretty low on, on trades at the moment. Uh, but, you know, I mean, with Brimson gone for the year, if you did have one, Jaden Campbell's not a horrible option there really, is he? No, not at all. Um, again, like it does, uh, it's pretty reliant on you actually having trades. But uh, if you need someone in that price bracket, like say you want to grab a Cleary and you need someone uh, in the Campbell price bracket, he's definitely a target. Yep, absolutely. Uh, for feeders, a hard one. You really just kind of got to pray he scores well, doesn't he? Yeah. What else can you do? You know, like the, I mean, there's uh, there's not a whole lot of even if you wanted to trade him out, like there's not a whole lot of uh, you know keeper green dots getting around. Like unless you want to. No. I, I guess, you know, maybe a, a dice roll on some of these guys like Garrick or something. But, mm. um, yeah, it's just sort of pray and hope because, I mean, he's been very quiet in recent weeks, even when he does come onto the field. Yeah, well, yep. Mate, he's been, he's been paid now. Why would he try? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just cash the checks. Yep. Uh, mate, I guess we'll move on to the next game. So Warriors, Raiders, Reese Walsh. Have to feel for him, eh? He, uh, he just tried his absolute bag out last week and, and came up short. The goal kicking really, really hurt him. Uh, but still, from a fantasy mm. perspective, managed to put up 66 points, which is good news for us. Uh, although 33%, you have to imagine pretty much everybody has him. Uh, yeah. Outside of that, it's mostly um, Adam Fanil Blake and Wade Egan, isn't it? And Curran. Yeah, I mean, does, does anyone still have Egan? I thought everyone sold him and he's been... He hasn't even been playing 80 anymore. Mm. Um, I, I guess Lodge and Fanua Blake are going well uh, now that Lodge is finally back in the side. Yeah, I wonder if um, I wonder if Walsh will actually be doing the goal kicking this week because, I mean, Chad was going quite well before he left Cronulla. Uh, would surprise me if he took over maybe. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, he's a good goal kicker, so you, you have to think he would 
would take it over if, if Walsh is going to continue to struggle. So I guess from a fantasy perspective, it's not like you have anyone has the luxury of trading Reese Walsh out at the moment. Uh, so green dots are green dot and, and, and pray. So uh, I guess from another perspective, though, you could be looking at potentially buying for Newell Blake if you got trades and need somebody in his price bracket. But I think at this point we're sort of trying to work our way to go a cheapy for a week or two and squeeze a Cleary or something like that rather than, but I guess if you've only got one trade left, maybe you might be looking at a guy like Fanua Blake. Um, you know, three in a row of 57, yeah. 63, 65. Can't really get too upset by that. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Raiders. Rapana stays at fullback. It looks like, did they cl- close Croker down for the year? He's um, Yeah, he's maybe. Like, I, I know he, he, he hurt his shoulder like a week or two ago, but, I mean, he's so busted now. Like, yeah, mm. maybe he's just done for the year. It wouldn't surprise me if he's, uh, like, if he's if it, this might be curtains. Yeah, yep. possibly. Well, it's a back line to keep an eye on, for even for 2021 to, I mean, 2022. So we've got, you know, Sebastian Chris, Tomoko, and Harley Shields all there that we want to have a look at. Uh, Matt Frawley. Sam Williams has been dropped for Matt Frawley. Um, and he's a, you know, he's a, a good player, Frawley, from a fantasy, uh, from a, a regular footy perspective. And I guess he might open up some points there. It's really the Rapinar show in this team, though, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I mean Hodgson's still going okay, but yeah, I, I guess there's really no one else in this side that you'd want that I'd want to own really, is, uh, other than Raps. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people asking about Hudson Young here. Two two games in a row of sixty plus scores, playing eighty minutes on the edge against the two really good, you know, the Manly and um, Storm. But I mean, he seems to be more of a. I guess he's got a lot of attacking stats there. He's got sixteen tackle busts across the last two weeks. Which is surprising, you know. In, um, yeah, you know, I mean, he is that type of player, isn't he? He is that type mm. of player, isn't he? He's... You go. Yeah, um, yeah. He's got. He's really got that mongrel about him. But um, like, and he was going well at the start of the year. Just, it's just a matter of, I guess, if he can keep that up. Like, he's got, you know, quite. A, he's had quite a good run since around eighteen. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, like, I don't mind it. It's, uh, you know, he's. he's Probably a keeper at this point by the uh, with the <laughs> lack of you know other green dot keepers around. Yeah, absolutely. If you're looking for somebody a little bit different for your head-to-head final, uh, Roosters versus Rabbitohs. Uh, Roosters are a bit lean here. Um, you know, obviously they got Tedesco there. They got Lamb in the centres. Brad Abbey on the on the wing. Oh man, this is a it's oh, not God. a pretty looking team, is it? Uh, I guess Verrills is still chugging along. If you no. see him. But um, that's really it, isn't it? Oh, mate, I've had him since round two. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, um, and uh, I mean, obviously, it's, Teddy it's a, was it a trialist hundred and six last week or something like that? Trialist hundred and eight. Yeah, he had about like four or five triassists. It was just mm. yeah, yeah. Because normally you expect just the fantasy points of Teddy to be coming from the tackle busts and tries, but I mean, he's racking up the tackle bus here fourteen, nine, and twelve the last three weeks, which is just absurd. Uh, and one of those was against the Panthers. I mean, this is a matchup you probably don't want to be captaining him in, but he's certainly uh, a good player to have in your team at the at the moment. I don't know if I'd be buying him into a really tough matchup. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not like like we're saying. You know, he's a he's an elite green dot at the moment. So you know, if you if you are looking for somebody, he might be the way to go as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, just an absolute gun. He's really turned it around ever since uh, ever since you called it. You said he was uh, in for a big <laughs> end of the year. Yep. I, I didn't quite expect it to be that big, but uh, I mean, it's it's always he's always got the the hundred point game in his kit bag. So yeah, three game average of what is that about ninety? So yeah, it's all it's all good in the hood for Teddy. And on the Rabbitohs side of the ball, it's, you know, it's Latrell, Gagai, uh, Damien Cook's been named. I saw something about him potentially being rested, and I don't feel very good about seeing uh, Mum Zilos down on the extended bench either. Yeah, this is really strange. Like all the news uh, around was that Cook was going to be out this week and to see him lining up at nine, but maybe this is just some Wayne Bennett mind games, I suppose. Um, you know, also got Benji there at 14. And like you said, uh, you know, the, the Greek hooker lurking there in 20. So, yeah, there's, I, I wouldn't feel good about Cook playing until uh, an hour before kickoff and the final team listery. No, not at all. I think a lot of teams have him now though so i mean you know it's kind of if you got him you got him if you if he if he doesn't play he doesn't play i wouldn't mm. be putting the c on him i don't think uh just kind of cross your fingers and, and hope you get a green dot there mm. yeah it's uh it's a bit hard bit hard going this week right it's uh it's it's uh it's hard to know sort of what the people what the people want but uh i guess we'll uh We'll we'll plug in the last couple, and I know I did. We did actually get a couple of comments through the socials, so we'll we'll see how we go. But mate, this uh this next one, this is a clash of the titans. This game, <laughs> can I just say, how bad are the Cowboys going? Just, have they? Have, when was the last time they won a game? Probably before Tom Dearden arrived. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's which is funny because Tom Dearden statistically is doing it very well, so. It's just they're just horrible, and but uh, they have done something which I expected. I think I probably even called it in the preseason. Uh, Tom Malolo has been moved to prop, which is I think where his future is going to lie is as a prop where he plays forty-five or fifty minutes in the middle, and you know they're using Ruben Cotter in that lock role and Robson, and you know they got a lot of different body types and leg speed there. I think that's his going to be his position moving forward if they want him to be effective, and they just get him to cut the ball up, and that's it. So. Mate, from a fantasy perspective, I guess it's a it's a great a welcome green dot for Tom Malolo this week. Although I don't say I hold a lot of optimism for what his scoring is going to look like. Um, Amone is an interesting one for the Dragons. I know a lot of people are looking at doing a trade where they trade two guys out and bring in Cleary and a really cheap guy. Hmm. Um, I mean, for anyone that's doing a head to head final, you don't have to worry about Ben Hunt. Seventy one points last week for Amone. You have to think he's going to put up some. Uh, some points against the Cowboys as well. You know, I know they're the Cowboys juggernaut, but I think they uh, they can be prone to leak a few fantasy points. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's certainly a strong cash out option, and um, uh, I mean, geez, break even of minus twenty six. If we still cared about that, that'd be great. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't. At we all. don't. No. Um, yeah, no. He's one of the, the the good cheap options, and there's another one in the next game we get to also playing five eight, but. Um, yeah, definitely one to consider. Yep, great. All right. Um, we might just, I mean, you got Jack Bird there. you got uh, Zach Lomax if you took the plunge there. Josh McGuire if you're a you know, masochist. What about uh, old Valentine Holmes at centre? Is, is uh, Peyton trying to cure Queensland centre problems for next year? Oh, mate, I don't even know. <laughs> you mean Todd Seabold? 
Oh wow, you've uh, you've really just lost all faith, haven't you? You're gone. Oh, well, I was I was high on him, and then I called him a Seabold, and then the Cowboys came good, and then he just yeah, I don't really understand what's happening here. There's, there has to be something wrong with this team. Is that they're, they're not as bad on paper as this? Like, I mean, they're not a great team on paper, but like they keep the team keeps getting worse. I don't mm. understand what's happening, and like you know they they don't show any signs of wanting to fix the problems that they've got. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, moving along, Sharkies, I uh, assume the number six you were talking about is Luke Metcalf here and not Anthony Milford? Uh, yes, correct. That is the what I was referring to. <laughs> and I, um, I made the mistake of tipping the Tigers last week and then Met came on and, Metcalf came on and just absolutely tore him to shreds. Yeah, he looked great, didn't he? Um, geez, it's an exciting prospect for next year if he could um, somehow grab that six jersey. Um, to start the year, he could be an excellent cash cow. But um, yeah, again, like I think he's a pretty good cash out option if you need him. Like he's two hundred twenty eight k, absolute bargain basement, and um, coming up against a Broncos side that uh, has definitely leaked points in uh, in recent weeks. I'm just Sorry. hoping he doesn't do too much and ruin his price. Yeah, you know, he's got those couple of single digit scores in there, which might save us. Because mm. um, I mean, he's going to put up. You know, let's say even if he scores two fifties the next couple of weeks. You know, he should still only average 30 over that and then he'll only have played six games, so he'll get a discount next year as well. Definitely one for the watch list for next year. Um, and, um, you know, if you're looking for a cheapie, he's probably the way to go over Amone. Uh I feel like he's probably somebody that they might be looking at for next year. Um, although Moylan lurking in 14 is a bit of a worry. Yeah, but I mean, how long is he going to be staying on the park before he's out again anyway? Mm, no, well, that's true. Yeah, I think if you're looking for 80 minutes, you can go on Monet, but yeah, I think I don't think you can go wrong. If you needed the extra 70K to facilitate that clear he traded, it's the way to go. So yeah. uh, outside of that, this Sharks team's pretty depressing. Uh, and then Broncos, obviously, they got uh, Herbie doing the goal kicking while Gamble and uh, Osaka or out. Anthony Milford's back. Uh, just in time to be completely irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'd be interested to see if he ends up starting for the Rabbitohs next year when Reynolds goes. Yeah, it could be an interesting option. Um, mm. So, I mean, they've, they've got like that Troy Dargan guy, and I'm not too sure who else would be in the mix there. Maybe is, is, tough. Benji, tough. Is, is, Benji, is Benji still on the books next year or no? He's not, he's not on the books, but he's not not on the books. Right, okay. <laughs> so, um, depends yeah. if they want to go. I mean, they're going to have Milford and Walker and Taff all under contract. And I think the whole reason why they let Reynolds go is because they had that Blake Taff there. So, uh, okay. who knows? But I guess that's a problem for future Mark and future Ryan to dissect in about six months from now. <laughs> uh, Can't wait. Yeah, oh, mate, I'm excited for it. And I'm certainly excited to see Payne Haas go around this weekend, but that's about all from this Broncos team, I think. Yep. Uh, Saturday night, thrilling game here. Storm play the Eels. The Eels have got their tails up after a, a strong defeat of the Cowboys juggernaut, but they come into basically the opposite of the Cowboys in the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Papi, oh, he's is back. Uh, do we, you know, oh, I, had, I saw something come through about how many minutes is Hines going to get. Um yeah, I mean, we could probably cover that now, so we don't have to circle back to it. What are your, what's your impression on how you think uh, Nico is going to get used? 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Bellamy you know, changes us up so often. I have a hard time thinking he's going to play more than 30 minutes, though. Mm. Um, and when he does come on, I'd, I'd suspect uh, it's either going to be at lock or it's going to be spelling someone if um, if the, if Melbourne are just demolishing Para, which is a real possibility the way Para have been going. Um, you know, maybe he comes on and spells Hughes or Munster or even mm. Pappenhausen. Um that 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 seems likely. Otherwise, I reckon he's probably just going to play thirty minutes in the middle. Yep. Uh, which is a bit sad, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um. I guess it's just a. It's a. It's probably fifteen points that you wouldn't have got if you just dropped out completely. So. Hmm. Which I guess he may still well do as well. On the other side, I've got a a nice little Hayes Dunster negative three. I'm probably going to get against the Storm here. Uh. <laughs> You know, he's a hero of my team when nobody else will be. Uh, but other than that, from the Eels, it's basically Mitch Moses and Isaiah Papali. They seem to have lost. They've really lost all their momentum, haven't they, the Eels? And, I mean, Papa's uh, scores have been deflated since he's moved to prop. So, mm. I mean, all in all, it's not a very exciting time to have any Eels that aren't Mitch Moses. And probably in this game, not Mitch Moses either. Yeah, the less Eels you've got this week, the better, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, and um, I guess, oh, no, it's just the second last game, not the last game. Uh, mate, Turbo Tommy's back, and he looks a, a prime captaincy option for this week, do you reckon? Oh, for sure. If I if um, if I didn't have Cleary, I'd be slapping it on Turbo as fast as I could uh, click the C button. Um, <laughs> and, and DCE as well, you'd have to think he's he's a probably a third in line after Cleary and Turbo as prime mm. captaincy options. Yeah, less likely to get an early shower, I think, DCE is than clear uh, than Turbo. So maybe if you're worried about that, you could go for the DCE angle. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much them too that you want to be owning in this team. And now that Avrilo has been unceremoniously dropped out of the team, probably nobody aside from Josh Jackson on the other team. Yeah, basically. You just got old Tacklebot Jackson there. He's taken his 140 metres and 50 tackles and off you go. Mm. That's that's about all he does all game, but it's great for fantasy, yep. boring to watch. Josh Trebojevic. <laughs> Please, you know, that's an insult to Josh Jackson. It's it's more like Jake J- Jake Jackson at the moment. <laughs> it really is. How, how far has Jake Turbo fallen from grace in a fantasy sense? It's just been an absolutely disgusting performance because Manly being so good, he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. He's uh, and he, and like in years past as well. Like even when Manly were going well, when they did have good spells there like he would always sort of somehow like be in the attacking stats like like he'd be he'd be there for a try or he'd be occasionally putting someone through a hole this year he's just nothing mm. like he, yeah, he's yeah. just not not the focus of the attack at all if you looked at his last three scores and went 52 43 in an early shower 65 you'd think he was having a normal year but it's all a bit it's all a bit sad, unfortunately. I guess maybe good for next year. Hopefully they su- suck a little bit and we can actually have him for something. <laughs> Last game of the round. Ah, oh, mate. Ah, oh. Birdo's in the set. Toto's back. Nathan Cleary. Uh, this uh, this could be an absolute demolition job, I think. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice Toto's back. That's um, that's great for the Penrith. To, originally, he wasn't supposed to be back for the finals, but... Um, yeah, this could be just an absolute whitewash um, given that they're finally back at full strength now for the most part with Fisher-Harris back as well. Um, mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd hate to be uh, matched this week. 
Yeah, I'd, I think I'd be getting on the over. Doesn't matter what the what the line is. Gamble responsibly, everybody, for this one. Uh, it's uh, it, this this could be horrible. And Pangai is going to suit up as well. So it's all all exciting here. And um, the only little bit of joy that uh, West Tigers fans could have was Adam Dewey, who's now not playing. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean they can't even enjoy Zaxini. They've put him in twenty one. Um, oh man. Yeah, it's so sad. It's a sad time. I just want yeah. uh, I just want good things for a, a couple of players in this Tigers team. Not very many of them, but um, yeah, I, I was kind of warming up to Dewey, and and then he's just gone and got injured, which obviously is not his fault. But he's uh, a knee knock apparently. But I mean, Jock Madden. It'd be interesting to see how he goes. But um, I really, it's kind of the worst possible scenario you could put oh. him into is playing against this team, isn't it? Yeah, it's trial by so you know trial by fire, isn't it? It's like sink or swim. Mm. Just good luck to you, mate. Just straight into the Penrith Mick grinder. Yeah, nah, that's it. It's a uh, it's a tough time to be a uh, West Tiger this week, I think. So, um, mate, a uh, couple of little questions here. Uh, Tim Hillier just wants to know what what trades actually are. I think he has he's probably a bit like me. He's, he hasn't seen them for a few weeks, and he's he's suffering from some short term memory loss. Yeah, he's part of the no trade gang. Um, yeah. it's, uh, Are you yeah. using your last two this week? No, I've used them. I used them last week, so I'm I'm, I'm part oh, of the no go. trade gang. I'm with, I'm with you guys. So welcome. And I, and I, yeah, thank you. I have to admit, um, yeah, fantasy fantasy is definitely uh, a lot less fun when you don't have trades. I don't know how you've survived for the last month. Oh no, I only no, it was two weeks ago or something like that. Oh, I just okay. using yeah, no, it was only two extra weeks in you, but mate, it's just been so hard this. You know, like it's so hard to keep enthusiasm for it when you don't have any trades and you're just watching your team it just become a sea of red dots and you're just like, oh, my God. Like I got, yeah, I got, um, well, Lolo back was a pleasant surprise. Um, so I've got 14 players this week. No, so, wow. Yeah, my, uh, the arse has absolutely dropped out of my ranks since uh, that week where I had to play 11 like two weeks ago. So it's uh it's a rough time. It's a it's a hard time for a player, but you know we gotta we soldier on nonetheless. So, mm-hmm. mate, uh, I think everybody must have run out of trades. We got a couple of questions here. We got one from Robert Evans on Twitter here. So he's using his last trade. He wants to know. Um, so he's got his last trade. He's trading out either Cook or Dewey. Uh, mm. I think the answer to that question is going to be Dewey because Cook has a chance of playing and Dewey doesn't. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the obvious one. Who are we bringing in? Who's on the top of the list of players to bring in? Uh, number one. Now, I'll give you the guys that he's got here. So he's got Haas, got Papali'i, got Connor Watson, Dave Fafita, and Cam Murray. Uh, okay. He's got Avarillo sitting in his centres. And oh, I guess he's got Tomoko there. So Tomoko's probably just going to slot into the centres. He's got centre eligibility, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. So, um, who are we trading Adam Dewey to? Uh, he's got all the obvious essential guys. So, looking at the matchups, who's got a good matchup this week? Ruben uh, Garrick against the Bulldogs. Yeah. No, he doesn't have Ruben. He's got a bit of exposure to Manly with Schuster, Turbo, and Cherry Evans. Not that that really matters this week. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So Garrick. Uh, Munster. Love... Yeah, Cameron Munster could be a goer. Uh, 766. What's Dewey actually worth? 739. 
He doesn't say how much cash he has left. Let's operate under the assumption that he can't afford Munster or Hughes, uh, which is the only two players more expensive uh, than than Dewey there. Um, what about Josh Jackson? Yeah, I mean, Jacko is... I mean, it really depends what you need. Like, if you're going into, like, a head-to-head final and you're the favourite, I'd, I'd definitely take Josh Jackson. But if you're going in and you're, mm-hmm. like, a, an underdog, I'd really like a roll dice on Ruben Garrick against the Bulldogs. Like, he, you know, he could honestly score a hat-trick and put up about, you know, uh, what, six goals just uh, by himself. So, um, yep. but, but yeah, if, you, if you're the, if you're the favourite and you want a safe option, Jacko's pretty much a walk-up 50 every week. Mm-hmm. What about if he was looking for somebody to go into the centres so that he didn't have to play Tomoko? Because he's got here little Tomoko, Verrills, and Sean Bloor, all that he can sort of plug in there. Uh, obviously, Avrilo is going to drop out. He's just going to put Tomoko in. Do you, do you think we wouldn't be mucking around with a centre and we'd just be having a crack? I mean, Jesse Ramian's a potential one there. He does have Ewan Aiken as his other centre. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, in, in that case, I I think I'd just plug in Tomoko and go for the best player. Like Aikens probably the only one I'd I'd really be interested in, but if he's already got him, then um, mm. yeah, I think just get the best player you can. Well, I was going to say, what about Manu? But he doesn't have a particularly good matchup. Neither does Rapana. Uh, I mean, maybe Rapana, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think yeah, Jackson or Garrick, depending on whether you need upside or uh, safe floor of points, uh, would be the way that I would go with that. Uh, I mean, even um, even Gago, I could really put a bath on Lachlan Lamb. Um, oh yeah, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe that's what you want. Uh, if you if you're looking for a centre, so you can play Little and Sean Blow. But mind you, I don't know if I'd be rushing to play either of those guys against the Panthers anyway. So maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think just get the best player. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna check our Facebook group here. Uh, but I think I think we're I think we're finished and everybody's out of trades. So, man, on an unrelated note, while we're while I'm just scrolling here quickly, <laughs> Adam Elliott. Hmm. <laughs> oh man, he uh, yeah, he's a uh, he's a silly boy. <laughs> his um his 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 little bulldog keeps getting him into trouble, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, you got to listen to the big bulldog, not the little bulldog, oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, William actually wants to know, um, he's up against the Lone Scout at a head-to-head final this week. So do we know if the Lone Scout, how, if the Lone Scout has any trades left? And because if he doesn't, he should smash him in his head-to-head final. Uh, I don't follow the Lone Scout's trade numbers particularly closely. If you um if you message there's a guy in our Facebook though William called Daniel Chapman, uh, he keeps spreadsheets on how many trades people have used, so he might have one for the loan scout. If you just tag him in the trade thread and ask him if he's got one, that would be the way to go. That's how I'd work that out, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he'll knock it up for you, even if he um even if he hasn't done it. If you just ask him nicely, I'm sure he'll do it for you. Uh, and then the last question for the week. Uh, do we have any tips on how to make the grand final in the head-to-head next year? Um, start <laughs> with Cleary. Done. Start with Cleary, I guess. <laughs> yes, that would be my advice as well. I've learned my lesson not starting with Cleary. But, uh, I mean, outside of that, what else we got? Is there anything on Instagram? No, that was it. 
the other ones. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think everybody's running out of trades, mate. I've got a, a bajillion people liking their post and no no questions. I think they've all run out. <laughs> I can't blame them. Honestly, this year's been just an absolute nightmare. Oh, he, oh actually, uh, Austin wants to know, how does he beat Ryan when you have uh, Lord Chin and he doesn't? Yeah, but I mean, he's got uh, his. Yeah, because I, I, for those who don't know, I'm playing Austin there who asked, you know, head to head grand final this week. But I mean, his head to his uh, 17 is stronger than mine. It's just that I've got Nathan Cleary and he doesn't. That's basically the um, the the equalizer there. Because like I'm, I'm stuck with like playing Olam on my bench and like Sean Bloor and Verrills. And, you know, he's got about 20 green dots. So he's absolutely flying. Yeah. Mate, just you got to go in with confidence, Austin. You expect to win. Done, done, done. You know, the coach, like the coach whisperer. You, know, you got to plan for success. How about actually speaking of uh, leagues? How about a quick uh, fantasy amateurs amazing race updates? Um, Ooh, okay, yeah. Where are we up to? Yep. All right. Um, so I am in the top two hundred of our amazing race update. Uh, so am I. I'm. And we got the number one overall team in our in our uh, league, which is exciting. That's Shane. Uh, great job, Shane. Uh, you're doing doing the great stuff, mate. Well, he's got Adam Dewey there, but he's got Turbo to come back uh, and Avrilo, but he's got Hughes to come back. So no big problems there, really. Dave Vafita is really the biggest liability in his side at the moment. Yeah, he's going really well. He all the way up to first, and and like our man Charles, who was. Um... First for the longest part of the year, like in our league anyway. He's uh, second now. He's 10th um, overall. 10th overall, but second in our league. He, he's mm. Actually, he's got a, he's got Nat Butcher. Ooh, oh, no. Dewey. Oh, no. Well, Turbo's coming back and Tom Lolo's coming back, which is going to fill Adam Dewey and, um, Butcher. and Nat Butcher, I guess. So, But, yeah, it's going to be thin these days. If you've got 17, I think that's pretty good <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. Like I, 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 ever since uh, Origin finished and people, you know, started running out of trades, I've gone like I've I've gone up about five thousand ranks. It's just, mm. yeah, big advantage. Yep. No. Nah, well, that's a good lesson for everybody. How do you win your grand final next year? Save trades. Mm. And every time we tell you to save a trade and you don't, you know, we just got to put a little uh, print out a little thing of our logo and just write I told you so on there and and when you run out of trades at the end of the year you just you know stare up at it and go oh that's right they told me I shouldn't have used trades so yeah <laughs> maybe we should get a like a uh, you know how like sometimes uh, best friends get like matching tattoos yeah maybe every single person in our Facebook group and Instagram and Twitter and everyone that listens to podcasts should get do you really need to make that trade tattooed on the back of their hand <laughs> So every time they pick up their phone, they're like, oh, no, I don't really need to make that trade. Yeah, just like, or, or just get like, get like a, you know, like a WWAD, like what would amateurs do? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I like when, you, when you're looking at your trades. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone wants to get WAD tattooed on them though. <laughs> we'll come up with something catchier. Yeah, okay. If you've got any suggestions for what we should all get as a group tattoo, please send it through to the inbox on Instagram. Uh, yeah, mate, I guess before we sign off, I uh, just want to thank everybody for tuning in this year. Uh, obviously, I know uh, we uh, we were putting out the, the huge podcast through the year and 
obviously there's a, a limited amount of content we can bring in now and everybody's run out of trades and the teams are all looking about the same. Uh, but, um, you know, we just want to say thank you very much for uh, listening to us throughout the year. Uh, we've had, I, I, I don't know about you, Ryan, but, you know, we when we sort of started out, we thought maybe, you know, we'd have 50 to 100 people a week listening and the numbers have just been absolutely staggering. So, um, yeah, once the season's over, tell your friends and get them in for next year. Uh, obviously keep your, your advantage for this year, you know. <laughs> but... Um, and if anyone's looking for something to do in the in the off season, uh, we still got the uh, NFL fantasy amateurs running over there. You can check that out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. As uh, posts coming out there, we've got a couple of listener leagues running. One of them's just finished drafting their teams. The other one's sort of just starting. So uh, yeah, it's all it's all happening. Yeah, it's exciting times. So moving on to a, a new sport, a sport where we uh, you know actually have a, a full team. Yep. <laughs> and if one of your players gets injured, you can just swap them out for somebody else. That's, yeah, that's good. great. But, yeah. Uh, also, I guess while we've got you, also our, our good friend and, and group member, Quinton Dunn, is about to start up a podcast for doing EPL Fantasy, which is the English Premier League. So I know some people don't want to follow American football, but maybe they like soccer. So, um, you know, check his out. He's going to be called the EPL Amateurs of Australia. So just... Uh, have a look at that. I know they're he's telling me they're uh, they've got like nine million people play or something like that, and they have some pretty good prizes. So definitely something to have a look at. Keep yourself busy until you come back to the real football next year, which is the NRL. Sounds good. Love you guys.